My name is Megan. And my name is Ari. And this This is Unapologetically Girl. We have come together to bring information to live the healthiest lifestyle and bring relevant information into your life. We are not doctors and always suggest discussing health content with your doctor before deciding if these lifestyle changes are beneficial to you. Information gathered comes from our personal experience, online articles, and relevant books. I have a background in marketing and a passion for personal development. I personally have a background in social work, and thus my perspective will come from the mental health challenges I have witnessed in myself and others. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Self-care is often a very unbeautiful thing. It is making a spreadsheet of your debt and enforcing a morning routine and cooking yourself healthy meals and no longer just running from your problems and calling the distraction a solution. It is often doing the ugliest thing that you have to do, like sweat through another workout or tell a toxic friend you don't want to see them anymore or get a second job so you can have a savings account or figure out a way to accept yourself so that you're not constantly exhausted from trying to be everything, all at the time, and then needing to take deliberate, mandated breaks from living to do basic things like drop some oil into a bath and read Marie Claire and turn your phone off for for the whole day. A world in which self-care has to be such a trendy topic is a world that is sick. Self-care should not be something we resort to because we are absolutely exhausted. That we need some reprieve from our own relentless internal pressure. True self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake. It is making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from. And that often takes us doing the thing you least want to do. It means looking your failures and disappointments square in the eye and re-strategizing, it is not stating your immediate desires. It is letting go. It is choosing new. It is disappointing some people. It is making sacrifices for others. It is living a way that other people won't, so maybe you can live in a way that other people can't. It is letting, letting yourself be normal, regular, unexceptional. It is sometimes having a dirty kitchen and Deciding your ultimate goal in life is not going to be to have abs. It is deciding how much of your anxiety comes from not actualizing your potential and how much comes from the way you were being trained to think before you even knew what was happening. If you find yourself having to regularly indulge in consumer self-care, it is because you are disconnected from actual self-care. It means being the hero of your life not the victim. It means rewiring what you have until your life isn't something you need therapy to recover from. It is no longer choosing a life that looks good over a life that feels good. It is giving the hell up on some goals so you can care about others. It is being honest even if that means you aren't universally liked. It is meeting your own needs. This was something wrote written by Brianna Weist, and I saw it on one of the social media sites, 
And it stood out to me because that is exactly what self-care is. And so often our society has built up self-care as something that they can make money off of. Every thing out there that has to do with self-care is monetized. You think of, you know, bath salts and movies and chocolate cake and, you know, getting your nails done, all of the things. Those are not actual self-care things. And today we would like to talk about some ideas regarding actual self-care. I love that so much. So many parts of that I feel resonated with me, especially when it was talking about how it's not always easy. And if you're trying to take care of yourself in like these little doses, you're probably not taking very good care of yourself because it should just be like ingrained in your habits, not necessarily like picking certain times to it's like the whole like saying about like there's a metaphor where it's like you have to put money in a bank in order to make a withdrawal and if you're only putting money in the bank once every like few weeks where like you take that time to yourself you know you're not really going to be able to pull out a lot and like it's your life you need to pull pull make withdrawals all the time so very powerful statement yeah I enjoyed it I think that as a counselor I see even in young kids how their goals became their sole focus and they forgot how to enjoy life and live because they were trying to be this perfect vision of themselves and in reality that turned into a lot of anxiety a lot of pressure put on themselves and it's not a lot of fun like that's not fun <laughs> I like I at all. experience a lot of the duality where I am really good at being very like very goal-oriented very focused very like I laser in on one thing so I will have spouts where I am very successful very motivated to tackle these tasks all these side projects all these things like entrepreneurial spirit is like going strong and then I switch to the I'm enjoying life and I'm very good at that now and that's all I do and then I like go back and forth so I feel like finding a blend would be so nice because I'm great at both but a little like they don't often happen at the same time so yeah definitely being mindful of self-care so you can still enjoy life while also being accomplished sounds like a pretty good goal to me yeah well and I think what is so important about self-care is it's doing the things that we put off so for an example I have put off getting the COVID vaccine for whatever reason I just I just kept putting it off and putting it off and I ended up moving to a new city, um, getting a new job that actually required me to have the COVID vaccine. And because I kept putting it off, I am postponed on my new job. Thank goodness I still have the job, but I just have to start a month later. And I think back, I'm like, man, 
if I would have just done the dang thing like I was supposed to and I wouldn't have just kept pushing it off, then I wouldn't be in this mess. That is like my life in a nutshell. I think <laughs> putting things off and like, this could have taken me 10 minutes. Now I am in a worse situation because I procrastinated because X, Y, and Z, and also had a bunch of anxiety for procrastinating. It's so much easier if you just get them done. And I never thought about that as self-care. Yeah. That is that is 100% self-care. Self-care is getting the things, doing the hard things for yourself so that your future self can be thankful for you. And you got it done. It was fine. You're stable. I think a lot of people struggle with um, budgeting with this. It's not fun to pay your bills, but to live, you've got to pay your bills. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to sit down and do it. And I'm maybe speaking from experience, but for myself, man, it feels so good to sit down and have all of those things done and everything paid. And you're just like, yeah, I'm stable. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like for a long time, I kind of just was riding the like, I'm a teenager wave and like, you know, I'm in college and I don't have to think about all these things and I'll pay my bills slightly late because it's really okay. They give you like a 10 day grace period. And then just in like the last few years, I started being like, well, what if I want to buy a house? Well, what if I want to do this? Well, I don't want to have to borrow money from my parents or do things like that or stress about like calling to pay a bill late and being like, well, I'm getting paid in a day. Can you wait? So over like the last few years, I've started getting better with paying my bills on time and, you know, and it does take so much stress away and it sucks to be an adult, but it's also nice to be an adult because you can pay for things when you keep track of the standard things that you need to take care of. So it definitely pays off, even though sometimes your body wants to be like, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I don't know. That's like my mindset is like, I don't want to be an adult. But then when I am an adult, it's really nice to be able to do adult things. That is exactly like adulting in a nutshell. (laughs) I think some other situations that make self-care kind of difficult is that there's so many things that we want to do but we can't do if we're you know if those things are outside of our means or maybe we've built them up in our head as being some great thing and it's not I'm just going to be the first one to tell you that the rainbow is not greener or the grass is not greener on the other side of the rainbow. It's not. It's the same. It's, I love that, like, saying just because I think sometimes we get stuck looking outside of our means. And especially now with, like, the burst of consumerism, we're always looking for what's next, what's better. And that gets us stuck into a cycle of never being happy with where we're at in life. Well, and I also think you can think you want something, but it's the whole concept of because you don't have it. And sometimes you get it and Uh immediately you're like, I don't really want this. Like recently I just started drinking less and I had points where I was like, oh, I really want to like have like a glass of wine and relax. And I would like take a sip of like my boyfriend's beer. And as soon as I had it, I'd be like, oh my God, I don't even really want this right now. I think I just wanted it because I was 
in the mindset of I couldn't have something. So I think it's really important to like reflect on that and ask yourself like, do I really want this goal or this lifestyle or this X, Y or whatever? Because you probably don't if you really think about it and you might actually be wanting something else. So if you take like a few minutes to like journal and put words to what you're feeling, you might find out that, oh, I really didn't want that. I actually am feeling this emotion from this situation and now I feel totally better and I don't even want any of this. A hundred percent. I think that's so important why we need to step away from the devices because it can be so easy to look at somebody's somebody else's life and be like, oh, I want that life. So I'm going to tailor my goals towards that. And then we forget who we are. So it doesn't ever feel congruent with who we are. And I think that's the whole point of self-care is finding things that are congruent with who you are. That means maybe don't lie when somebody asks, hey, are you okay? Maybe you're not doing okay. Maybe you can say, "Mm, yeah, not very good today. You know, it always catches people by surprise, but it feels so much better than just to put on a fake smile and be like, oh, I'm great. I can, you know, it's, I can attest to this because for years I stopped telling people how I was really feeling. I kept, I was like a little lockbox and I like didn't share experiences with other people because I was like, well, if I say something about this experience with someone else, I'm betraying that relationship by giving this information that they might necessarily want other people to know. But being vulnerable and sharing experiences with people is the most freeing emotion. Like, it's very new to me. It's been like the last six months that I've been practicing it. Now I do it easily. It is so nice. So yeah, giving those moments where you're someone who cares about you is like, how's your day going? And you actually say, it's not like that great, can make you feel so much better, even if it just ends that. But like just accepting the emotion you're feeling and saying like yeah you know I'm not doing great right now but it's gonna be okay is amazing honestly for some reason I don't know why but it started probably in middle school for me is I would be I was able to just say what I was feeling say what was on my mind and my basketball team they were always kind of put me in check because some of the times I would say you know things that everybody was thinking but probably shouldn't have been said and so they would say Ariana like touch your nose touch your nose before you talk and so I had to like filter myself oh my god I, I was talked. like touch your nose <laughs> yeah I, I, had to, like, I kind of like that saying the, but also I physically like how touch just... my nose I like how open you are so <laughs> <laughs> well and I have been that way and I feel like because I am pretty open. It is inviting for others. And as a counselor, like that's kind of something that I need them to be. And it just feels really good. And I think that if you're having a hard time being open, sometimes finding that person that is open um, can help draw you out and make you feel more comfortable. And maybe that is talking to a therapist. Um, maybe that's talking to a really close friend that has always been there for you, but maybe you haven't been fully honest with. I know, um, Megan, for a long time, um, we have been living separately from each other for a while. And 
I didn't know a whole lot was going on just because she didn't ever really share. And I was a lockbox you know, lock for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like ask either. I didn't want to press anything. But then she started to open up and our relationship, I feel like, has gotten so much better and just feels so much more comfortable. And I love it. And she did not lose a friend. Yeah, it, our relationship became so strong. We got... <laughs> So much closer back, like, when we first, like, when we were living next to each other, I feel like it, you know, I was, like, so young then, I wasn't worried about all these things, so I was just like, I'm gonna go vent to my best friend, and then, you know, as you grow up, you're kind of like, should I be more responsible with, like, what I tell people, like, you know, all that, like, headspace game that you can play sometimes, but yeah, once I started being like, I believe the first conversation was something like, so I'm going to try to be vulnerable, not really use this. So I'm going to try to like tell you something <laughs> and we're just going to see how it goes. <laughs> I was in therapy and my therapist exactly was like, how it went. you have people in your life that love you. Pick one person and just be vulnerable. See how it feels. It felt very gross and weird at first. I was like, ugh. But then afterwards it felt amazing and practicing it has felt so good over all of these months. And yeah, it's made our relationship so much better. So I cannot recommend it enough because yeah now it's amazing but yeah you're not gonna lose a friend and if you do that person didn't really care about you in my opinion you know if if you're being vulnerable with someone and they choose to judge you or to not be as close with you or your friend anymore they probably weren't the friend that you thought they were and that's gonna suck but also it's better to kind of know that early on than like 10 years later when you really need someone or something a hundred percent i think knowing the group of people that you have in your life is so important and allowing them the opportunity to be there is also like what they want to do for their lives so you should give them that opportunity um i was thinking recently about um a podcast for that we listened to about romanticizing your life and megan had brought this up and I thought this was a really interesting concept um, in regards to self-care just because, you know, there's a, a fine line between you want to romanticize your life and feel like you're living your dream while still being in reality um, and not falling victim to, uh, like we talked about earlier, the monetization of this self-care world and I think doing practicing practicing romanticizing your life is exactly how you're able to I guess do that Megan you want to talk about a little bit what what does romanticizing your life mean to you so I feel like it just means making part of your day-to-day life a little bit more special but like just for you you have your day-to-day schedule that you do every single day but if you can do like these little things for yourself it kind of makes the experience more enjoyable so an example that I have that I really love doing is I um, I work from home and I wake up I make this like special coffee that I've come accustomed to I have this like little mug that makes me smile when I look at it so it's like just these tiny little things um, but I really like starting my morning out that way. And then I go to my desk and every few months I'll like buy a new candle and I light the candle. I have my coffee. It's very quiet. It's very early in the morning. And then I'll start my work day. 
And before, I have not always been the best morning person. Sometimes I'm grumpy. Sometimes I really do not want to start work because, you know, you're just like, oh, I have to answer emails. I have to start this. And just like those little tiny things of lighting a candle, making a special like little coffee for myself at home to like start my day off, even having just like a cute little mug that I adore, <laughs> um, really makes the morning like really nice. And I find that that's a way to romanticize the beginning of my work day. So just really small things, but by doing those small things, it makes the experience that you do every day a little bit nicer. I would agree in that it's really the small things in life and especially, so I moved into this really awesome new apartment and they have light dimmers, which is super cool. I love that. (laughs) I love it because it totally sets the mood. So like last night I was feeling kind of like just sad and out of it and my boyfriend had just went home and I was just like I don't know I just I just was feeling like I I wanted some more time and so I came in my room and I like dimmed my light and it just like I don't know I just felt immediately like bougie <laughs> just because I, I, love I was like it. I'm cool I have like light dimmers and I have like a remote for my my fan which is something that I never had before so the fact that I can control the light from my bed I think is just so cool and I was just sitting there and I was like man this is the life this is the life right here and for those of you living in a house that doesn't have a dimmer like me I love those hue bulbs because that gives me the same feeling too you can just like set it from your phone it's a bluetooth light bulb I think it's like 40 bucks and it like you can totally like change the mood just by changing the lighting and then be like "Ooh, I'm gonna read in my bed get all cozy but like with this like sultry lighting honestly that's like such a small thing but it just like that's life right there like that's I live for that yeah I feel like it's always a small thing like I'm not someone that like feels love with like gifts or stuff like that but like I feel love with like spending time like with me or like the little small things that people do where you're like oh you thought of this you thought of me and hey maybe you should think of yourself in those little kind of like small ways like oh I bought myself you know a new candle so in the morning I start my work day and it's like it smells nice and it's relaxing and it's a good way to like wake up but yeah I mean we do like these little things for other people so doing them to yourself I feel like is romanticizing your life I thought I think that you touched on this just a second ago uh but there are very different types of self-care and um some people totally are into gifts and I think that's why the monetization of self-care is so prominent because you know I mean hot girl summer you're getting your lashes done you're getting your nails done you're getting your fake tan like that I I feel like that is such a publicized thing yes it is but like let's let's do like self-care hot girl summer is that is that a thing um where we're, we're focusing on our emotional self-care, our physical self-care, our spiritual self-care. And those may not all look pretty. You may be super conflicted spiritually. And maybe it's going to take some time for you to like search out and figure out why you're conflicted. Maybe physically you're trying to accept yourself and your new body or in your ever-changing body. Us as women, 
literally our bodies change like with the season they change and like, it sucks. everything i still hate and it, it sucks but it is <laughs> something to accept and get over dramatizing for sure that's like me talking 100%. to myself right there megan stop dramatizing <laughs> the situation <laughs> but um, yeah even emotionally like what does self-care emotionally look like for you well, do you need to cry sometimes and I even probably you know like stepping back a second going back to spiritual if you like are confused and you really don't know what that means for you I think kind of just spending quiet time with yourself can one give yourself a lot of answers but two just be so refreshing and like give you that spirituality you know just by like zoning in on yourself spending like maybe five minutes in like dead silence like maybe like drinking a cup of coffee that's like how I do it sometimes and just like thinking to yourself because a lot of us always have something playing in the background whether it's music or a show or a podcast it's not very often we're just in silence so yeah if you're confused maybe try that and then maybe you'll kind of start to figure out what you like in that sense I think spiritual self-care is something that gets overlooked because everyone's kind of scared of like oh the spiritual or anything related to that um but it's something that is super crucial to our being uh we need that time alone we need to quiet ourselves quiet our anxiety and kind of be one with the earth kind of you know whether you feel like that's kind of hippie like that's there's a reason why hippies are always smiling okay (laughs) (laughs) it's not the drugs (laughs) or i'm kidding (laughs) i feel the same way though yeah there is there is a lot of good benefits that I've noticed just from taking quiet time, which I never really used to do. Um, and just like checking in with myself. I feel like that's a very spiritual thing. And then just kind of like learning about yourself also helps you answer further questions later down the line. A hundred percent. So there are some things that also, I mean, it wouldn't be unapologetically girl if we didn't share some information, some research. Um, self-care is super important, not only for your emotional, physical, and spiritual, but, oh, I, I did say physical. Yeah, it is It is very important for your physical body, as it is shown. But to I feel lower like from a health aspect, cardiac. then less oh, of yeah, like a a getting in shape. Not that that should be the goal of self-care. It should not be getting in shape. It should be just making you feel comfortable in your own skin. Health. That's what I was going to say. That's the right word. Some research on the health benefits of self-care. We're always here with the research. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But lowering your risk of cardiac-related death, which is super scary. I mean, it's one of the biggest killers, so... Yeah. Give yourself a, a checkbox in the right direction. <laughs> Keep your heart well, a little I mean, extra safe by reducing your stress and taking care of your doing some self-love. Relieve the inflammatory effects of chronic stress. I think for me, this is probably like I notice inflammation a lot when I am stressed. And I mean, I would not like to have that continue in my body yeah you know what inflammation go fuck yourself just saying (laughs) i hate that 
I also felt like I had a very stressed out last year and I felt like my face was always like extra puffy. And then now, like I've gone through therapy, I've worked out a lot of things, my life's in a very better situation. And I just feel like I can see my jawline so much more and I haven't really lost any weight. I just feel like the inflammation, the stress, I'm sleeping better at night. It's all like de-puffed. <laughs> and I wasn't even expecting that-, that as like a side effect. I just thought like, oh, I need to lose weight. But like, I just needed to de-stress, <laughs> get to a better situation. And that also does de-stressing and having regular self-care does also improve the quality of one's sleep I know for me I get really anxious if I have put something off that I was supposed to do that day and I will literally sleep and like toss and turn and just be up about it and mad at myself all night and it's horrible it's not good it's the worst (laughs) or sometimes you feel like you're sleeping but then when you wake up, you're like, I feel like I was awake every hour, even though I didn't actually like wake up and get out of bed. But you're just like, I yes. did not sleep fully last night. I feel so tired. And I kind of felt like I was awake while I was sleeping. It's not a good time. <laughs> no, no. And if it's happening to you, also, I'm sorry. I've been there. <laughs> just keep working on it. It will go away. <laughs> and... Another one is to improve the subject's quality of one's, the subjective quality of one's interpersonal relationships. I butchered that. Essentially, your relationships with others will get better. I think partially because if you're cutting off people in your life that you find toxic in any way, if you really aren't vibing with there's no sense in keeping them in your life to make yourself miserable. And also, other people can tell when you're not being sincere. <laughs> and so you don't need to keep up those fake friendships. You can be amicable without having to feel like you have to force a friendship. And I think that in turn makes other relationships a lot better. And by by keeping those relationships up it's putting so much stress on you I recently experienced this and I set up healthy boundaries in my situation where I limited certain modes of communication and it was just like this huge weight was lifted off me and I felt way less stressed even though I didn't even think this relationship was stressing me out so really identifying like what the healthy relationships are in your life what the ones that maybe aren't as healthy and how to set up boundaries for that it can really take a load off and prioritizing yourself in those situations is like the whole point of this episode self-care self-love think about yourself first sometimes not always well what if this other person and how they're gonna feel if I choose to myself (laughs) and then the last one is um to mitigate the effects of mental health conditions like anxiety or depression and for me 100% I notice I am less anxious when I am practicing regular self-care that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I still get anxiety all the time, but I get less of it when I'm regularly pa- practicing my self-care. And also, great. best Ariana <laughs> advice ever, it's an emotion, and sometimes as humans, we just need to feel it. And my favorite quote, just ride the wave, because all emotions I pass. That. So <laughs> combine those two together. But yeah, no. That entire list checks all my boxes of everything I want in my life. 
But it is hard sometimes. It is hard to practice self-care, especially if you're not in the right mindset or if, you know, you want to practice self-care. But, you know, if you're feeling like kind of sad and kind of down, sometimes it can be hard to choose to take care of yourself and to choose self-love. But I feel like if you practice it little by little, it gets easier. And it can kind of pull you out of, like, a slump also. It can be a very powerful thing, but... Well, and it doesn't need to be, you know, an all an all or nothing. It's just one step at a time. Doing one small thing each day that makes you just a little bit lighter, whether that be taking care of something you've been putting off or maybe that's cutting out somebody that you really don't like talking to or having around in your life. Um and no, moms, you cannot do that to your toddlers. I'm sorry. <laughs> unfortunately i know i'm kidding (laughs) they can be buttheads that's not an option that's not what we're talking about here all right well that is it for today's episode we hope you enjoyed it and learned about self-care and the importance of it in your daily life we took a little break for the summer but we are back and we will be releasing episodes more frequently so be sure to tune in next time